Hello all my nieces and nephews, and welcome to Auntie JoJo's Library. My library is open to all listeners, but it was created for my wonderful nieces and nephews. This episode, we're going to take a quick break from reading chapters of Pippi, but we'll pick that up next week. This episode, I'm going to be reading a Valentine's Day story, and it is called The Valentine's Box. Let's get started. Roger had planned to send a great many valentines to the girls and boys he knew. They were beautiful valentines in the toy shop window, red satin hearts in little heart-shaped boxes, painted postcard valentines, and little cardboard figures holding baskets of flowers. Roger had been saving his allowance for four weeks, and he was quite sure that he had enough money to buy a valentine for the little girl next door and one for the little girl across the street, and one for the boy the next block, and one for the boy who lived upstairs. So, quite early the day before St. Valentine's Day, Roger decided to go out and buy his valentines. Just as he was about to start, though, he heard the sound, he heard a sound from a playroom. Beep, beep, beep. Oh, it was Roger's pet canary who was calling him. Wait a moment, little master, you have forgotten to feed me. Roger knew that he must not buy valentines if his pet bird was hungry. He found that he needed fresh water to drink, and the cage needed cleaning too. When he had done all this and filled the seed box, his mother called him. I want two yards more of lace like this for the baby's dress, Roger. Will you please go down to the store and buy it for me? Oh yes, Roger said, for he thought that he should be able to go on down to the toy store and buy the valentines at the same time. But just as he was going out of the door, his mother spoke again. Come right home, Roger, just as quickly as you can. I want to finish the baby's dress so that she can wear it this afternoon when I take her to Aunt Lucy's. Roger got the lace and hurried home with it, but he couldn't get the valentines then. He had to amuse the baby while his mother sewed the lace. I can go for valentines this afternoon, Roger thought. But right after the lunch, the luncheon, right after lunch, mother dressed the baby and started out for Lucy's house. I may not be back until five o'clock, Roger, his mother said as she kissed him goodbye. You won't leave dear grandmother alone a minute, will you? No, mother, Roger said, but he could have cried for he knew now that he would not buy the valentines at all. Grandmother lost her spectacles several times and dropped her knitting ball several times more and wanted Roger to take her for a walk, so he was busy, busy all afternoon. He was glad to be busy, for he felt very badly indeed about having no valentines to send. All the children to whom he had planned to send valentines had sent valentines to him the year before. The children were his love, lovable playmates, and he knew that St. Valentine's Day was a holiday for telling one's love. He did not let his dear grandmother know how sorry he was, though, and after a while it was five o'clock and his mother came home. Has Roger been a good boy? she asked his grandmother. As good as gold, his grandmother said. He has just warmed my heart all afternoon. Well, I thought he would, his mother said. Oh, I almost forgot something, Roger. I have a surprise for you in the attic. She went up to the attic and came back with a box in her hand. I meant to give these to you this morning, Roger, she said. I found them in an old trunk when I was cleaning the attic last week. They are just as good as as new and much prettier than the ones in the shops, I think. They are the valentines that I had when I was a little girl. Oh, such beautiful valentines, 
as ever filled that box. There were enough so that Roger could take one to every child in the neighborhood on the morning of Valentine's Day. His mother had been right about the pretty old-fashioned Valentines. They were nicer than in any toy shop he had seen. Roger spread them all out on the library table and looked at them. Suddenly, he found something queer about the Valentines. They made him feel as if he'd been playing St. Valentine all day. Some of the Valentines had cunning little paper windows that pulled out and showed tiny gold birds inside. They made Roger think of his pet canary that he had fed in the morning. Some of the Valentines were bordered with trim, were bordered and trimmed with glit and silver and white paper and lace. It made Roger think of the lace he had bought for his mother. A great many of the Valentines were in the shape of hearts, or there were hearts hung from them, or hearts on them that could be pulled out and would sit alone. They made Roger think of what his dear grandmother said. Roger has warmed my heart all afternoon. Hooray for the Valentine's box, Roger said as he began putting Valentine's in envelopes. He felt most unusually happy. Thank you so much for joining me for the reading of this special Valentine's Day story. We will continue with chapters four, five, and six from Pippi Longstocking next Tuesday, and then we will continue to work on the book the rest of the month of February. If you have story suggestions, you can send me an email, um, and if you want to wish Auntie Jojo and Firefly a happy Valentine's Day next week, you can email us at auntiejojoslibrary at gmail.com, or you can find us on Instagram. It's at auntiejojoslibrary. I look forward to sharing more stories with you.